Live Thursday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, at AM 1600. KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 here on this Thursday afternoon. Hanging out with my friend uh, D-Dub Muska for the afternoon until 6 p.m. I'm jumping into real estate school uh, tonight. And then, uh, of course, uh, we've got lots of stuff uh, going on in the world. I guess we got to get to a shooting, the latest shooting. There's so many shootings. Conservative talk radio crumbling in on itself. I cannot stop focusing on the drama that's down in Uvalde, Texas. And uh, we're going to get down to the bottom of this. If, if you guys would only learn how to be better parents, uh, we're going to pull the tablets. I mean, Joe Pags, please, bro. Get a new show, bro. That is the worst. That is the worst host. It's so much like beating your chest. It's so much banging on the drum. It's just... This is the part where conservative talk radio just absolutely failed. This is one of the reasons I got into conservative talk radio. Is it was all about somebody just complimented me and told me, "Hey, you sound like Michael Savage." I'm like, "Thank you." That was like when talk radio was good. You mean you mean Michael Savage and El Rushbo? You know, do you remember Michael Savage's last broadcast role here on this radio show? Uh, Rush Limbaugh's last broadcast role here on this radio program. I mean. I don't know how to caution you any further on just the the, the people just checking out. And by the way, uh, the tap uh, tap uh, tapping you here in the back of that, of course, is the Dow three thousand. Dow, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon, uh, Mr. Aragon. I'm probably as frustrated as you are. There's the quality of commentary in light of these two shootings the last couple days. Uh, it's been rare. I do have an interesting stat from uh, Tucker Carlson last night that I will drop at some point that kind of okay. puts this all in perspective. And of course, anyone who tries to step back and look at a policy perspective, a cultural perspective, what is truth, what isn't truth, is immediately labeled cold and callous and unfeeling. Right. In this therapeutic culture we live in now, we're all supposed to, year, years ago, back in radio and Connecticut, probably more than 10 years ago, I called it bereavement porn, where yeah. we all have to show off how weepy we are and how, exactly. and listen, eh, you, I, I didn't, I don't know any of the parents. I didn't know any of those children. Obviously, this is a horrific act. Wait, 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 but, what children? What parents? I'm sorry. Uh, is there a murder scene? Are these any <laughs> bodies? Uh, do we happen to know if that, anybody actually died at this point? Uh, ambulances? There's people outside? Uh, there's setups? There's like... There's everything out there. I'd actually like to, you know, why don't you to go ahead and produce a body so I can see and actually validate what we're seeing here? Because this is the same type of crap that we see year in, year out. And how funny how all these incidents just start happening all at once. They start piling up. It's like, oh, yeah, Buffalo, oh, the next one's going to come. And then you got NPR and the crap uh, public radio that Brasher puts on in the morning over at 89.1, 89.9. I had to listen to that. And we all talk about bereavement. Oh, is the, the, the reaction from Uvalde and what's happening and the Matthew McConaughey and the conservatives. You know, the, the, this is what's leading to all this. And we need to get rid of Tucker Carlson and the uh, Dowd Musco and Eddie Irvine. And this is crap. You know what? I literally watched a man get shot in the head at the church, and I saw live play-by-play in a church when a man pulled out his weapon and fired upon an attempted mass shooter in Texas. Does anybody remember that? Why do we have video of that? Why do we have video of that, but we don't have video with police officers supposedly outside for an hour, hour and a half? This seems more like a setup to me seems to me like they're securing the perimeter so they can go ahead and quote unquote set up the drama the made for tv drama the made for radio this is number and like the top of the hour news is eating it up and everybody else is eating it up i'm not a conspiracy theorist i'm just like 
I want to see actually something that shows me what happened. I sat here on Friday, November 13th of 2015 and watched people at the Bataclan get murdered in the middle of the street as we were going into the election. Do you guys recall that time? We were sitting here watching play by play, everyone with all the cameras and the movies and the, the phones and everything. I want you to actually produce something for me. I don't want to hear Joe Pags or I don't want to hear Clay and Buck and, and I don't want to hear like literally just bending over as Glenn Beck this morning. Why do I have to listen to this crap? You know what would have taken down a bad guy with a gun? A good guy with a gun. And you know what? All you schools, you know what? I walk into the malls all the time. If you see me in the mall, I've got a gun. Stop me. Because I'm going to tell you, there's one man who's going to be defending the life of his kids, and that is me. That is me. I'm not looking for a security guard. I'm not looking for IPS. I'm not looking for the Albuquerque Police Department. I'm not looking to reach for my phone to call 911. I'm not looking for anything else but my gun to aim it at that guy who's taking people out. And I will be the hero. Just because you got a badge doesn't mean you're a hero. I'm not going to come in and thank you for your service. Don't ask me to go ahead and step up to the plate and go ahead and support the thin blue line when you've got the thin blue line standing outside securing the perimeter for an hour and a half, supposedly, if that's even true. What kind of crap are we putting up with? Oh, we're going right into the middle of the summer. It's the end of the school year. It's like, this guy was set up. Uh, oh, he's a gamer. My kids are on tablets. They're on gamings. I interact with them. What kind of, I grew up as a gamer. That's what I did. Quake, Doom, Duke Nukem. It didn't matter what it was. I played it. And I went out there, and we had great shoot 'em up games. We played on the PCs, and it was a competitive sport, and it was competing. That's what we did. And we interacted. We got out. We had pizza parties. We had some main event or whatever it was back there, Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know what it was. But let me tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't us just cowering to whatever the narrative that's being pitched by the dominant Democrat narrative here in this country. Folks, there's nobody. I, there, there is nobody who is going to protect your home. Not a single person but you. Only you. The only person who's ever going to protect your kid is you. Only you. Another reason? Why aren't we having the conversation about not, why not sending your kids to public schools? I'm going to have a charter school, and I'm going to make sure that we have two armed security guards in front, IPS, right there in front. Make sure, hey, I'll open up every single charter school, charge them half as much for lunch, a quarter as much for security. I guarantee my kids aren't going to get murdered. Meanwhile, we can't even stop a forest fire. <laughs> Shut down the Bosque. Shut down the... <laughs> Defenseless. I'm surprised we can wipe our asses at this point. Seriously, we can't put anything together. There's no leadership in the state. There's no leadership anywhere, and everyone's looking to blame everybody else. When did we become such an incredible group of wimps? Complete and total wimps. Well, he was bullied. If you saw it coming, if you knew he was going out, I mean, apparently, the guy went out and bought, I don't know, $5,000 worth of firearms. He was hanging out for 12 minutes, firing outside. Like, you couldn't, 12 minutes? 
Let me, let me let me go a step further. And I told this story already to somebody. And I got angry telling it because I was there on the scene at the time that the International Protective Service responded ahead of the Albuquerque Police Department. Why? Because the Albuquerque Police Department was sitting there, quote unquote, securing the perimeters while three kids were murdered up in four hills, three blocks from my house. Guaranteed, if I was up there, I'd be running down the street with my gun, finding the guy and shooting him. And the neighbor's like, well, I don't know. I just heard some gunshots. I'm going to call 911. Run your asses in there. Then you're splattering it all over the front page. And you're like, well, well, we told the police to get in there. Yeah. Oh, well, what'd you do? Police officers are just other civilians at this point. They take reports, file insurance or claims. They don't get paid that much. They're, they're generally outgunned, outnumbered, outmanned. And, and by and large, you generally hate them. You don't have a whole lot of support for you, please. That's why you voted for Tim Keller. That's why you voted for – look at Manny Gonzalez. Look at, look at what a complete, wimpy group of people you have running your city. You think uh, – uh, oh, the, 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 I'm surprised nobody's brought up Washington school. No one's talked about that school shooting. Tim Keller still gets elected. In fact, my uh, Fender shirt today is Defender. Because you guys only can defend it yourselves. I don't want to get into the beer porn, the minutia of what happened at detail. I'm taking calls today at 550-5500. How do you feel what happened to Uvalde, Texas? What could we have? Yeah, we got to do something about the guns. Yeah, we got to do something about the bullets. We need to pull them away. Over my dead body. From my cold, dead hands. (laughs) Charleston Heston. That's when men were men. You know what Charleston Heston, if you see something happen like that, he'd be running in there. He don't care. Like, you know, life for a life. I'm going to go in there. Anybody see men on fire? That's what we do. That's what men do. But I guess no one's nuts have dropped in years. Because apparently we're all running around like a bunch of eunuchs. Like, well, where's the police? For we told the police to go in there. Well, where's your gun? Was it in your glove box? That's your that's your home. Run in there. Go kick some ass. Because I guarantee you the little 18-year-old wimp doesn't know how to use that gun in the first place. And he just fired indiscriminately. It's like, well, this, this is pretty powerful. I don't have no idea what I'm doing. And do you realize, for those of you who practice, actually get out and practice. Let me Let me ask you a question. Do you know that once you fire that that gun, that weapon, once you fire your firearm, do you realize like what happens to, to you mentally? I'll tell you what happens. Therapy. There is a significant amount of therapy that is coming through your body. I don't know what the heck it is about firing a weapon, firing a gun, aiming at a target. The level of satisfaction and the knowing like how quickly you can use it, how quickly you can defend yourself and what you can do. And like, I know exactly how long it's going to take. I practiced it 10 times. I know exactly what I have. I can go to my bag. I know what I can reach for. And I have it. I'm walking around somewhere with my backpack on. Come at me. Before you can think, you'll be dead. It's that quick. Because I am the only person who can defend me at that place. And I'm a target. You don't think that I walk around just thinking that at some point, any point, somebody's going to take that out? I really hate that idiot. I'm going to go shoot him. You don't think I'm wait, waiting for somebody to just roll up on me at some point? My gosh, folks. Grow a pair.
think about what you're, where you're sending your children to. Do you want your kids in public school? If you're that scared about it? You think you're gonna remove my gun before you remove your child from that public school where they're threatened? What's easier? Let me, let me ask you a question. Is it easier to remove my gun and my bullets and my right to the Second Amendment, okay? My God-given right, by the way, not even constitutionally, to defend myself. You're not going to tell me for a second you're going to remove that right before you remove your child from a school that is potentially dangerous. Well, we found a gun at Rio Rancho High School. Oh, well, who was supposed to defend that? You can't prevent. There's probably 20 guns at Rio Rancho High School. That's the one they found. That's true. There's probably 20 guns, 30 crack pipes, probably 300 joints. Fentanyl. <laughs> send a dog right up and down the halls. Like, just send a dog. I mean, if you really, really care, if you really want to get people in trouble, you really want to clean things up. Oh, you know, we're going to write about it in the paper. Found a gun, made the parents responsible. It was a... You know as well as I do, no parent can ultimately be responsible for what's happening with their children who are 15, 16, 17, 18 years of age, who are constantly blasted with pop culture and all the other various things. You know, and it, let's just take, for example, that this could potentially be a reality in Uvalde, Texas. Okay. I'm not questioning. You know what? I'm going to take it a step. I'm going to go totally crazy on you today. I'm going to say the earth is flat. I'm going to say we never landed on the moon. The earth is flat. And uh, I don't know. What, what other conspiratorial things can we just <laughs> throw out? And if you've never produced a body. Okay? And I'm going Alex Jones and Sandy Hook. I wouldn't be something as stupid as that. I'm just saying we need some evidence. If we're going to start litigating this thing publicly, start producing the evidence so we can start litigating publicly. If not, shut up about it. Shut up about it. Okay, if you're that worried about it, yank your kids out of school. If you're that worried about it, start start practicing at a firing range. If you really are serious about public safety and your children, I'm so worried and well, our government has a responsibility. No, instead we're going to pop out and we're going to go, well, Black Lives Matter. We're going to stick some uh, Asian American with Black Lives Matter an hour after the shooting. No ambulances, no no blood, no no evidence, no anything. Oh, it was contained in the school, in this classroom, and we're getting the victims' names right now. Oh, really? But meanwhile, inside a Christian church, immediately the guy, dead eye. You guys remember that guy? He just literally, as soon as he pulled out his weapon, there's video of this. Pulled out his weapon, bang, bang. Hero. No badge, just a gun. And the man who had practiced a thousand times in his head what he would do in this particular situation. You know, we have a great show. Tom Gresham's gun talk on Sunday. It's a great show. I like that show. You know, it, it is. It's good. You know, Tom, Tom's got that southern draw, that, that Louisiana, you know, you know, just know the guy can fire aim straight. You know, you, you know, right? He's confident. Is he talking about who he's going to go shoot? Is he talking? About, no, he's talking about safety. He's talking about politics. He's talking about the type of firearm, what performs yep. well, what would you yep. use it for? Talking about hunting. Technical stuff, constitutional stuff. Yeah. Exactly. All the time. We're certified good guys. When we go through a class of constitutional carry, uh, which we don't have here in the state, and then we go to, you know, concealed carry, which we do. And I don't recommend, I definitely recommend going through the whole entire thing. I don't recommend getting your full on concealed permit. You want to go through the class. Take the class. We got our, our, our great advertiser here, Vigilant Firearms. 
Go take that class. If you're if you're that worried about it, call him right now. Call Keith and say, Keith, I gotta get, I gotta go through the class. I want to know how to go. I want to go. I want to go all right up until the point because we should be a constitutional carry republic. We should. We should, we should be able to go ahead. I'll tell you what. That guy never puts a gun in his hand if he knows that there's 10 other people that he's going to run in. Instead, you got an entire perimeter secured around with a bunch of cops. Well, we got it. We have a certain way we operate here. We have rules of engagement. The Department of Justice. Yeah, Folks, we've we've restrained him to the kill zone. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've got him right where we want him, where he can hurt a lot of kids. Oh, right. Exactly, Scout. <laughs> there you go. You nailed it. We're hovering around the kill zone. We're gonna sit there and watch him. I have to ask you what I know about human beings, and I know about alpha males. I'm I'm assuming there were exactly zero alpha male. What's the what's the uh, political uh, sort of temperature of Uvalde, Texas? I'd love to know. Is it 1,000% Democrats or is it 1,000,000% Democrats? Is it every single – was there not a gun in the county? Is every single place blue? Were we uh, constantly giving all the jobs to immigrants and thinking that everybody was out to just play hunky-dory and love us to death? Because I guarantee there was probably alpha males all over that. And when alpha males hear, hear gunshots, they, they're running into the fire. I don't know about you. When I get scared, there's fight or flight. I walk right at it. You know why? You want to know why? You know how that's developed? That's developed because you can't live with fear in your body. Alpha males cannot live with fear in their body. It's like it's, it makes them so nauseous, they have to figure out a way to repress it, reduce it. The moment they hear that gunshot, they're like, I got to do something to kill that, that feeling deep in the pit of my stomach. And you would only know it if you were a man. If you're not a man, you won't know what, the, what I'm talking about. You'll have no idea. You have no idea. You hear something in the middle of the night, mouth goes dry. You feel like you're going to throw up, sick in the pit of your stomach. Your adrenaline's flashed in a millisecond. And you're immediately, because you've gone through it a thousand times in your head, what would you do in this particular situation? That's, that, that's what they set you up for when you go through a concealed carry class. How would you handle yourself? What are you going to do? How will you, how will you react? I doubt our police officers are trained for that any longer, to be quite honest. They're now trained for paperwork. They're trained to go to court. They're trained to hang out and uh, wait for direction from the chief. I've got 63 murders now in the city of Albuquerque. Nobody cares. Do you think if you call 911 right now, do you, do you honestly think they're going to react? You're going to be put on a wait time. We got people doing donuts. Cartels are running stuff. We got drugs. People are doped up at stoplights. What are we actually talking about here? I'll tell you. It's you, your individual freedoms, your ability to produce, uh, preserve life, liberty in the pursuit of happiness. That happiness is squashed every single day that there's a murder, there's a fire burning, that there's something that potentially pre presents a danger. And when you get that call and you hear that there's something, there's a lockdown and there's all this stuff happening, nothing else matters. You heard me talk about that yesterday with Greg Zanetti. What's going to happen when seconds count, police are minutes away, and they're hours away from engaging, and they're just, uh, you know, three weeks away from filing an official report? That's about the timeline, what you get, right? That about the timeline that you get with the Albuquerque Police Department? That's not their fault. That's just everything that they've got in line right now at this point. <laughs> I want you to honestly contemplate and think hard about what the media 
what the Democrat Party, what they're trying to push and why. Well, instead of us talking about Hillary Clinton and the obvious things that we need to be talking about, the economy, Hillary, no, we're talking about gun control and abortion because that's what Democrats win on. Do you, do you honestly think, do you, do you honestly, I'm, I'm laughing here because you know the answer to this. We've seen this formula before. Election year formula, abortion, gun control. They're going to not let us kill the babies, but we don't mind them killing our babies in the school. That about right? Did I get that about right, Democrats? You guys, do you think you guys got your formula for, for success? Control the media, control the movies, control all the information that's going out there. That's that about right, Democrats? Did we get that right? I think we got it right. Create the crisis. Present the solution. Never let them know that you had everything cooked up from start to finish. Whatever happened, if it happened, I guess it happened. I don't know if it happened. I have seen no evidence of whether or not it happened, but I know that when it's happened, we've had plenty of stuff, plenty of video. We got, we got European video, French, uh, what, what is the very famous uh, name of the, uh, the, the newspaper in, in, uh, in, in France where they're, they're killing the people, right? In the middle of the street, the, the, not the Bataclan, but the, you remember that. And when that happened, the people were getting shot point blank in the middle of the street. We had footage all day long. You can't present that. You have to be sensitive to the children. Oh, okay. Present it to me. I want to see it. I want to see every one of these. I want to see the buffalo. I want to see this. I want you to start producing evidence so we can actually see it. You really want to tug at my heartstrings? I don't want just to keep, I don't want to hear the, the false outrage and all this kind of stuff because all this stuff was preventable. Send me pictures. I want to see pictures. Where, where's the 9,000 people that were supposedly killed in, in Ukraine. Where are they? Remember the, the mass graves? Didn't we have mass graves in Ukraine? I, I thought it was, I was buying into this. That's why we're sending 40 billion or 60 billion or 100 billion. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just totally nuts. Maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm just some weird principal from a Chicago high school in the mid 1980s that uh, is running a school uh, with Ferris Bueller in it. I don't know. Produce a dead body. Produce a dead, dead corpse. I want to see it. If if uh, Beto can go ahead and express his false outrage and go against the governor, do you actually think that Greg Abbott wants to see 19 people murdered? And what's with the number 19? Why are we constantly going on 1-9 all the time? If everything's 1-9, Like, Does anybody else know? Is that some sort of signal that they're throwing out to people? You know, I don't like to kind of catch up on that stuff, but I am just glued listening to Clyde Lewis all the time. Get up in the middle of the night just to listen to Clyde Lewis. I'm like, Clyde's on. I got to listen to these things. <laughs> He's blasting my brain full of full of information that's just sort of getting me thinking, jogging my brain. Why is he so right on everything? Why is he getting things right? 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Uh, hi, Eddie Murder Mike. Been a while, so listening, open my own radio shop. Always got your back. Oh, I guess he opened his own radio shop. I don't know what that is. Uh, love all this man talk. If a 68-year-old woman like me has a concealed carry, then every man should. There you go. Wow. Oh, got to get that. How did this guy go buy two expensive AR-15s? We're just just common sense. Just uh, as we got spitballing it, right? We're about to figure this thing out. 
He had quit his job at Wendy's. Where did he get the money? Uh, expensive AR-15s, and his parents had no idea. Wasn't his wasn't his mom uh, hopped up on drugs? Right. That's what I've he read. Yes. Out of the house. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then he couldn't buy pot, but somehow he could buy guns. Oh, and there's a whole other strain right there. They are as bad as the parents of the Columbine shooters. I would have rushed the guy, hopefully slowing him down. The elites are pushing, squashing the First and Second Amendment. There you go. You guys are on this. We located, uh, oh, I'm not interested in selling a house. Eddie. So this unemployed 18-year-old living with his grandmother had two brand new rifles worth $5,000 plus ammo and optics. It was driving a $70,000 F-250 pickup. I rest my case. I rest my case. How is this Joe Pack show much different than yours? In what way wasn't it? I mean, the guys, is, you know, Joe's uh, the, the father of five girls. Okay? He lost one of his girls back uh, for a day or, or two. Uh, and and he's, he's got a great voice. I think he's done some good stuff. But, but honestly, like this false outrage, and that is just miles away from where he's at. Vivaldi, Texas is about 60 miles north of, of where Joe Pag's uh, broadcast from. And in my opinion, it's like, Oh, that, that's just too coincidental. Him sitting in, the Uvalde, like all this. And like, it just, it's getting you conservatives, getting all the Republicans hopped up on something completely different. Instead of focused on the Hillary Clinton stuff, instead of focused on what's going on with the economy, instead of focusing on the big issues. Is gun control a big issue? No, not an issue. Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, gun control policy uh, suggestions. You know what they are? Don't put one more law on any gun, period. There shouldn't be any laws, period. And that's not me being crazy. It's just like your ability to protect yourself. You want to go and hammer up? You don't want to stop those guys up in the Mandalay Bay? How about just a little bit better security? And I said guys. Notice I put that plural. And the root, oh, yeah, 91. Root 91. Should we continue? I'm not a stupid guy. I'm so tired of the BS lie from the media that 90% want so-called gun reform, and they need to understand that I am the gun lobby. I campaign hard for you. I'm voting for Zanetti, but his ad doesn't compare to others, even if they are lying. Michael Savage would be so defensive like you. I know they stole your election. Well, that's very nice. This is the guy that called me Michael Savage, and I said, thanks for reaching out. Well, I agree with you, Eddie. If you get the full CCP, you are now held to a higher level of responsibility laundry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't get that's the, the argument okay okay correct. yeah uh, oh were you wondering about that I, I, yeah i, I was because yeah, yeah i went through the class but i did not want to conceal carry i'd rather go to jail for concealing what i have mm-hmm. you know as opposed to you know putting yourself on a giant list where you're just going to get picked off i mean you just have to know these things there's just and there was that choice in in the class where they basically told you that am i breaking the law no i'm not breaking the law i'm not breaking the law because there must be other people who are also breaking the law. So are we breaking a law or are we defending ourselves? That's the question. Might be hard to contemplate that. You should know better. Held to a higher level of responsibility by law and jury that you should know better. Concealed firearm is the only mi- a misdemeanor. For the CCP, you are now on a list. We need constitutional care. Remember, you do have to go through a background check to get a gun. How come nobody's talked about a background check with regard to those uh, two uh, AR-15s? And how did he pass a background check at AR-15s, uh, for AR-15s? Yeah, right? How did he pass that background check at the time of acquisition? How quickly did he get it? How long was the wait time? 
generally speaking, I think uh, for a gun like an AR, you have to wait a longer period of time than you would for a normal handgun. And you can go in and get a background check same day. Repeal all gun laws. Any law infringes free men bear arms. So there you go. I think that's about as much as we need to cover this. The bereavement porn and the way that you phrase that doubt is perfect. Yeah. The Sandy Hook stuff, that was that you were there during that time. Or you were in yeah, I was. Yeah. And, uh, and dealing with all that and, you know, and basically was the ultimate, I guess, takedown of uh, attempt to take down Alex Jones. But Alex stuck his neck out, was asking for sort of the same thing that I am, but in a much different way. He was actually stating that it didn't happen altogether. I'm just asking for the evidence that it did happen. Different. Very, very, very different. All right, back after a quick break here in the Kiva. We'll actually start the actual show uh, here. I, they just had to kind of get the uh, the monkey off our back here and um, kind of move on because this is the type of thing that gets in the way of the actual issues. And this stuff just splashes all over, hits the newspapers, hits everything, and they all want you to stay glued to your TV while they jack up your gas prices and they steal your money and they steal your country and they basically run you over. Don't you wish you would have elected people like me? If you would have, you'd have actually people looking up for your rights and thinking about you. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. I'm Greg Zanetti, Republican candidate for governor. And I approve this message. Have you ever gotten a story that said, how did you hear about us? And there's those boxes to check for TV, radio, magazine, and finally other you know, other is almost always the most checked box. The reason is people talking to people has far more impact than anything else. Knowing that, rock of talkers, I, Candidate Zanetti, need to ask you for a solid. Everyone is telling you how bad New Mexico is. I'm running on how great New Mexico can be. So I'm asking you to flip the script. I respectfully request you do the following. Take three or more friends and go vote for me today. You've known me for years. I believe you trust me. And more importantly, I trust you. The numbers show Eddie's audience alone is big enough to swing this election. After you and your group have voted, go out for pine coffee or an adult beverage and toast to other deciding elections. Paid for by the committee to elect Greg Zanetti for governor. This is Louis Sanchez, your Republican candidate for Congress in New Mexico's first district. I grew up right here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My parents always taught us that the American dream was alive and well, if you're willing to work for it. And they also taught us not to blame others for our failures, but to keep picking ourselves up until we succeeded. With hard work and perseverance, I was the first person in my family to go to college. And I was able to live that American dream that my parents had always talked about. I'm running for Congress because I see that American dream slipping away from the next generation. Inflation is out of control. We have the highest unemployment rate in the nation and the radical socialists won't stop until our country is completely ruined by false promises of victimhood and fake moral outrage. In Congress, I'll uphold our conservative values and fight for all of our freedoms. I'm asking for your vote early or on June 7th. I'll work hard to protect your constitutional rights and fight for real immigration reform to secure our borders. I'm Luis Sanchez and I approve this message. Paid for by Sanchez for Congress. Republican Mark Ronchetti, strong conservative, real plans to turn New Mexico around. Here's Mark Ronchetti on border security. You can't fight crime if you don't secure the border. As governor, I'll bring the National Guard to the border and we'll create a border strike force to go after the cartels. And Mark Ronchetti has a plan to fight crime, starting with ending catch and release. We have a criminal problem. 
But political elites, they don't take on criminals. They demonize police. As an outsider, I'm as fed up as you are. Enough is enough. I'll end catch and release, and we'll stop being a sanctuary state, and I'll never apologize for backing the blue. Republican Mark Ronchetti. Pro-life, pro-Second Amendment. He'll defend our values. Early voting sites are open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. To find nearest locations, visit markronchetti.com. Paid for and authorized by Mark Ronchetti for governor. I'm Mark Ronchetti, and I approve this message. Be cautious and still have fun. Come down to Slate Street Billiards and enjoy their 19 gold crown pool tables. Nine projection screens and 13 TVs. Don't forget about the 30 beers on tap. Darts and shuffleboard. Visit SlateStreetBilliards.com. And queue up the good times. Ready for some fun? Get down to Slate Street Billiards for their award-winning wings, soups, nachos, burgers, and appetizer menu. Plus the best happy hour around with 30 beers on tap. Near Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Or visit SlateStreetBilliards.com. And queue up the good times. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9740. Or AxiomHVAC.com. Large lots, open spaces. Sabro Ranch, an equestrian-friendly community. Be one with nature. Deer rabbits all inhabit this natural oasis near Albuquerque and Santa Fe. Presented by New Mexico's premier luxury homes, Jillian Homes. Marked sold through Weikert Realtors. 505-405-2292. 505-405-2292. You deserve to live in Sabra Ranch. Sabra. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. In the town where I was born lived a man who sailed to sea and he told us of his life in the land of submarines so we sailed up to the sun till we found the sea of green and we lived beneath the waves in our yellow submarine we all live in a yellow yeah, I feel like we live in a submarine, a submarine of information where we're submarining ourselves to a bottom of the ocean that we'll never be able to escape. Uh, the Beatles, yeah, back in the day, 1966, recorded that song. The track features John Lennon blowing bubbles in a bucket of water, shouting full speed ahead, Mr. Captain. And uh, that's what we're doing here, 440 here in the Kiva. So, you know, I'm catching up with a lot of things Dowd's doing, you know, we're doing. It's that time of year. We're also getting a lot of, uh, you know, political ads and political inquiries and, you know, people are, are running around. I'm just glad that we're, you know, still here in the uh, Kiva as well. Some of you like the tapping of Dowd. We got a lot of lauds uh, to start with and then a lot of you guys not liking it as much. 
I'm getting Dowd a, a brand new uh, keyboard, so he can. So you won't have to hear him as much, I guess, on this. <laughs> and no one wants to hear from me, Eddie. Uh, just very quickly, yes, be, before we let this one go, uh, I was not trying to be callous about this event, which was horrific. Every mass shooting is horrific. Uh, Fifty-three Americans die from firearm homicides a day in the United States. Now, most of those obviously have nothing to do with with mass shootings. It's a wonderful opportunity. If it's young people, if it's all, if it all happens at once in one setting for the media to have their way with this and get people glued to the screen, uh, there was a interview Tucker gave last night, and I, I, I still have cut the cord. I haven't gone back to cable, but I have a, a sneaky way of getting the Tucker show. Otherwise, uh, Heather McDonald from the Manhattan Institute, and I, and I went and checked her math, Eddie, because I didn't even believe it myself. It's even worse than she described because I think she might have been using data that were a few years old. She said uh, 24 black Americans die uh, from gun violence every day in the United States. And she was drawing that distinction between these high profile events, these you know, admittedly horrific events versus the day to day grind of the horror of violence uh, in much of America that the media they're not so interested in that. It's not as sexy. It's not as it's not as useful for pushing legislation. Uh, in 2020, the numbers came out. 33 Black Americans were killed with firearm-related incidents a day in America. Uh, we, you know, we have far, far, far too much violence in our country. I think guns has guns have next to nothing to do with that because, as Tucker said last night. Gun ownership by household is actually lower now than it was 30, 40, 50 years ago. So by that measure, access to guns is is, is not as easy as it was then. Uh, obviously, the collapse of the family, severe mental illness, lockdown took all those terrible trends and, and put it into to overdrive. But it's awfully useful to use the dead bodies of children to advance your ideological uh, agenda. 33 black Americans. I, Eddie, a couple days ago on the show, I said every Monday, mo every Monday morning, go to a search engine and see how many people were murdered in Chicago over the weekend. That's the equivalent of a mass killing every weekend in one metro area. It's, it's fascinating to me, Eddie, what they choose to focus on uh, in terms of what's useful to their real goal versus really stepping back. And I am a data guy, and I, I admit that maybe I'm a little dispassionate, but looking back and tra treating this at, at, from a holistic perspective, um, we, we still just don't see that in this very infantile soundbite culture we're in. Let me uh, 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 step back from what you're saying a little bit, um, and let's just talk about you for a second. Um, and you say that you're dispassionate. Uh, because you're driven by data. And then you presented sort of this overall look at everything, and you said, okay, what we have a tendency to focus on. So, you know, we, you and I, don't focus on those things that mainstream media focuses on. So this is a different show. You know, uh, we go to Fox News. Fox News should learn every, lose every bit of your confidence, folks. Okay? Uh, it, just, it just needs to. Um, Tucker doesn't belong on Fox News. Tuck, Tucker is the, right there with Alex Jones now, uh, backing him, saying, how is Alex always right on the, these types of things? It's not us being crazy. You can't call crazy crazy forever if it's right 99% of the time. You, you just can't do that. And to say that, that you're dispassionate doesn't mean that you don't care. Doubt, I think you care more than anybody because you're up at, up at night, up in the morning, you're constantly focused on this stuff. I think what happens, though, for many of you and could happen to any one of us is you get to the point where you become numbed by the information that comes out and you realize that it's just like an exercise 
like jumping jacks or sit-ups or push-ups or anything else that you're doing. It's like, oh, it's that time of year or, oh, we're in election year, so we know that we got to talk about abortion and, and gun control because we got to vote Democrat. You know, it, it really is just numb and lost. Like, you're a meaningless party, Democrat. You are completely and totally meaningless. You have no issues. You have no basis to, of which to govern from. You have shown yourself to be this hollow out, hollowed shell of policies that don't work, that are driven by an agenda that's hell bent on destroying this country. Whether it's your gas and new energy agendas, whether it's your gun policy to remove our ability to defend ourselves, whether it's your focus uh, on destroying life by uh, giving women full free access, and I don't really care when it comes uh, to this stuff on a on a personal level, but but the fact that you're literally advocating for the slaughter of millions of people a year through late term abortions and then advocating for it in a in a state like New Mexico, a place that was literally founded upon you know the Catholic religion, the archdiocese is not standing in the way of that. Literally not standing in the way. They're 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 proud to stand next to Democrats. And you know honestly, if you're a um, at this point, if you're uh, if you're still a card carrying Catholic. I almost can't call you in the state of New Mexico Republican. <laughs> I, I chuckle because that's true, right? If you're Catholic, you're more likely to be Democrat than Republican. I mean, heck, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're a hell-bent uh, uh, creature on the fourth floor up in, in Santa Fe who literally hates New Mexico. I don't know that there's anybody who hates New Mexico more than Michelle Lujan Grisham. I'm, I'm going to give you the evidence right here. I'm going to lay it out for you. Okay, She's Catholic from St. Michael's. I know that Tom Ford is like one of her best buds, right? We know Tom Ford's ranch right next to, you know, Epstein. They invited the devils in to go ahead and hang out in the playground with the Kings and the Richardsons and all these people that can't come hang out up there. You know, it's what, it's what you do. You just basically offer us as a sacrificial lamb. You have child trafficking, all these types of things. The force is on fire. And Michelle Lujan Grisham, of all the places that she decides to go ahead and get married, she gets married up in Washington, D.C. I got to thinking, it's like, uh, oh, for all the women who's, you know, and, and it didn't occur to anybody. And I was sort of waiting for it to happen. And then finally, a friend of mine, Kevin, walked up to me this morning, and he basically said, he said, Eddie, Michelle Lujan Grisham, you're right. She really does hate the state of New Mexico. She hates it so much that she decided not to get married here in the state of New Mexico. You know, she could have easily got married in the Catholic Church. You're not Catholic. You got yeah. married and you're not in the Catholic Church and you're, you're white, your husband's now deceased. You can, by Catholic law, you can go back and get married in the Catholic Church. The Archdiocese does everything that she says. She attends gay weddings, no, no, uh, a gay couple would ever be recognized within the Catholic Church. She lets New Mexico go ahead and burn on uh, a fire. Deborah Holland hates New Mexico. She's not even from here. She's from Arizona. Her her dad's, uh, what was he, Nordic? Holland, Norwegian. Actually, uh, yeah, Norwegian name. The Norwegian name. I mean, these are all people who, Heinrichs from Nevada. None of these people love New Mexico. None, none of them. Like, not one. You can't say uh, Fernandez Legere loves New Mexico. I mean, she's just out there hanging up in Washington State. They love it. And certainly a lonely girl doesn't love New Mexico either. She can't wait to get back next to her dad who lives up in the Washington, D.C. Diamond. I've got all the background on these guys. Hope you're ready to play in 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. Because you guys own all of them. Democrats, you own all of them. Every single bit of it. And the one person leading the way is Michelle Lujan Grisham. 
Michelle Lujan Grisham decided to go ahead and honor her New Mexico heritage by getting married through Kamala Harris as a justice of the peace in Washington, D.C. Fatal flaw, fatal mistake. She loses this year. Whoever comes out of the Republican primary will beat Michelle Lujan Grisham. No doubt about it in my mind. Like, I know you're crazy. I, I know you think I'm crazy, but I'm not crazy. I'm telling you, there is no way she wins. There is no way she gets out of 2022. Take that to the bank. Go lay the odds on now in Vegas. Go get your odds now while you can in Vegas for Michelle Lujan Grisham to get reelected. And I'm telling you, she has this much of a chance. Zero. Of all the things I've ever stuck my neck out on, this is the one that I'm going to go ahead and stick to. She won't make it. And she knows it. She knew she, she needed to take that Department of Health health job. She knew she needed to get that. That's why she's itching to get back there. The moment you elect her, she's running for Senate in 2024, her or Hector. Because Heinrich wants to come back and run for governor in 2026. This is Cologne's last hurrah. He'll probably win for uh, AG. These guys, this same gang, these mafiosos can't run New Mexico forever, folks. Unless you let them. Cologne, oh, he, he must be He's Columbus. He must be Catholic. Why? Because he gets to go ahead and run the men's group in a Catholic church? Do we talk about the gay priest uh, running things over at Immaculate Conception? Immaculate Conception! Literally protects Sabine Griego, who died, supposedly died, right? Was facing uh, going to trial or whatever, is going to face sentencing or whatever he was going to do at the very end. And you literally have the head priest over at Immaculate Conception uh, 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 protecting him the entire time. In fact, if you look at a background check of the two of them, Guess who comes up? Yeah. The father at Immaculate Conception Church is literally tied directly as his associative identity. You want me to prove it to you? Give you his whole profile. I can tell you who he is married to out in San Francisco. Should we cover that again? Like, folks, like this stuff is just about to start coming out. I just hope I make it out of the weekend. And guy, I told you I carried a gun. If I got shot, <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. If there's any weekend to take me out, this would be the one to do it. Let me tell you. Oh, Eddie Aragon got run over by a reindeer. I don't know. Take your pick. They're partying, having a good time. Go look at their Facebook pages. I don't have one. But go look at their Facebook pages. Look who they're partying with. Look who they're hanging out with. This is a crime syndicate, folks. This is an absolute crime syndicate top to bottom. And they're having the time of their life, and you're letting them. You're letting them lather it up. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think, uh, is the Republican Party, I didn't get the memo. Is the Republican Party done destroying itself? Or do we have this final, is this the final weekend for it to finish up on itself? That way the Republicans can start to take over. I think I think this is about, I think I just got the memo. I think this is it. I think this is it. I think we're. I think the Republicans are going to start taking back the state. We've had it. We're just, we're just enough. Like, yeah, we're done fighting with each other. We're going to get behind uh, whoever comes out. Ronchetti, Zanetti, Spaghetti, whatever. Whatever we got. We're going to throw it up against the wall, and it's going to stick. And the people of the state of New Mexico are going to be happy. That That's the way I see 2022 going. I really do, folks. And I'm not dreaming. I really do think it's going to go this way. Because I think that you're fed up. You couldn't have any worse unemployment. Is this, the, is this the first six-month unemployment run that we've ever had? 
uh, that is in this in the history where we've led the country. I think it is right. I don't know that any state has ever led the country for six straight months. Eddie. <laughs> I think we should find that out. I think that would be a good way. Has any has any state ever led the country in unemployment quite the way that New Mexico has? Seis, huh? Los años. Let's go for ocho. Well, let's go for a full year. Why don't we? And we can just bring it all back. And yes, you might have a weatherman or you might have a brigadier general sort of bring it in. That's where we're at. I have a picture of St. Pete next to me. The Catholic Italians that may be uh, ultimately uh, responsible for, you know, sort of bringing us back. I'm kind of comfortable with the Italians. The Italians appeal a little bit to the Hispanic culture, right? You know, I, 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 you know, a lot of people mistake me for Italian. I'm not definitely not. I can tell you that. But I don't. It did it did it did run Sicily for a while in that area, that whole from the 1200s to about the 1500s. So, by the way, you got to read a, read a fascinating uh, uh, show. Uh, actually, a, a fascinating uh, read is the uh, life of Henry VIII. <laughs> this guy had six wives, by the way. Six wives. And he was really turning it out. One of them was with Catherine of of, of Aragon. You know, kind of putting all the kingdoms together. So, folks, let me just say this: We're, we'll we'll uh, we'll 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 have hour two up next. Dad, you've got some articles and stuff. There's some other stuff I want to get to. We've got to hit the Hillary Clinton stuff. The Joe Biden uh, uh, train is coming off the complete and total track, but we're all distracted by Valde, Texas, or Buffalo, New York, or you know, abortion on the leak. We haven't heard anything about the Supreme Court. Are they trying to cover that up now? Are we so? What, what are we trying to cover up? What's the next cover up for the Democrats? At this point, I mean, why isn't conservative media focused on that in terms of changing the narrative? Why are they not focused on how the Democrats are constantly in control of the media and changing the narrative? Like, that's the real story. How many more events and movies and uh, things can they possibly create at this point? Now, do you have uh, some articles, right? Yeah, I do. And, and in fact, Eddie, uh, uh, started up in the next hour, it, it dovetails really well with a phrase of yours that I just wrote down that I have not heard before, but I think it is very apt. The, quote, crime syndicate that runs New Mexico, close quote. Uh, I did a deep dive, and I've been meaning to do this for some time, on a wonderful art collaborative up in Santa Fe that has yeah. received international acclaim. And uh, it's kind of a Kind of a sleazy political operation, Eddie, and uh, I did I put that up yesterday at rockoftalk.chat. You can subscribe, ladies and gentlemen, less than 20 cents a day, rockoftalk.chat. goes by the name of Meow Wolf, and uh, I took a little look at who, who who's in Meow Wolf and who's making a lot of money from that and who's getting a lot of taxpayer subsidies and, and what, what po political connections the people at Meow Wolf have and, and who they're helping. Uh, I learned quite a, quite a few interesting little facts that the listeners might be interested in. Well, you know, I have this uh, strange sneaking suspicion that with all the cameras that are in there and the young kids that are going through there, that that's uh, sort of one of those places where, you know, it's a good place to sort of pick off, you know, young ones and spy on people and see who goes up there. You know, I had an annual membership. I got deeply involved in the story of Meow Wolf, and now they have mm -hmm. this other one called, uh, I think it's called uh, Grocery 15 or something that's out in Las Vegas. But yep, yep. Out, I am, I am, uh, I have some Meow Wolf books here, right here in my studio. And I got to a point where I was reading every book. I'd show up and I'd, I'd get there about 9, 30, 10 a.m. whenever they opened. And I'd stay till four in the afternoon. And you know, I had my kids, you know, we got the, the Meow Wolf. This is when United had just come out. We got the Meow Wolf uh, 
<clears throat> New Mexico United soccer jerseys, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of New Mexico and all that stuff. But yeah, we we need to get to the bottom of this. And of course, we know Martin Heinrich's wife's involved with Meow Wolf. Do, do we not? Just just so happened she got a job at their foundation. I don't I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure that was I'm sure there was a national search and she was picked as the absolute best candidate. Absolutely. Yep. There we go. All right. Uh, number one here on this day uh, back in the day. Uh, Miss Madonna in Vogue. We got a number of female artists uh, who were uh, in the top five. In fact, it was all female artists in the top five this week back in the day. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour two just for you and a little Meow Wolf uh, in there for good measure with D. Dowd Muska. So we'll do that when we return. Thanks, everybody, for listening on AM 1600 KIVA ABQ.FM. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second? third, or even fifth location, call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Parents of the 19 children killed inside a South Texas elementary school have more questions and answers about that fateful day. Former FBI investigator Bill Daly says the timeline of events is still unclear. The next uh, question that wasn't very crisp in that press conference and perhaps will come out a little bit later on is that specific timing around 
the initial entry to the final breach. This after police say officers took defensive positions inside Robb Elementary in Uvalde on Tuesday when the gunman opened fire at them instead of calling for backup. Hitting the road this Memorial Day weekend, gas prices have hit a new highest ever milestone. According to AAA, the national average price for regular is now $4.60 a gallon. Diesel price is also sitting at $5.54 a gallon. USA Radio News. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our three-in-one garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. The buy one, get one free special going on now at MyPillow. MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, the roll and go, go anywhere MyPillows, and a six-piece towel sets on special. Go to MyPillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at MyPillow. MyPillow.com slash USA. Senate Republicans are blocking forward progress on a domestic terrorism bill. On this vote, the yeas are 47, the nays are 47. The motion is not agreed to. The measure fell short of a 60-vote threshold needed to advance. The House-passed Democratic measure was pushed after the recent deadly mass shooting in Buffalo, which was labeled as a racially motivated hate crime. Republicans are accusing Democrats of politicizing the Buffalo tragedy with unnecessary legislation. Republican Senator Rand Paul calling the bill insulting and said it implies all people are bad, that there is this great and worrisome thing that is infecting America, when the opposite is true. A second shipment of baby formula is now in Pennsylvania. It was flown in from Germany yesterday to help ease the nationwide supply shortage. Officials say it will be sent to hospitals, WIC programs, and retailers as soon as this weekend. This is USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories, as people come to grips with an 18-year-old man shooting and killing 19 children at a school, many people are calling for more gun regulations. Louisiana Republican Senator John Kennedy says he's not sure if taking away people's guns will solve the problem. We don't, we don't try to address drunk driving by banning all sober drivers. We concentrate on the problem, the drunk driver. An actor is facing sexual assault charges in the U.K. Disgraced actor Kevin Spacey was charged in the United Kingdom with four counts of sexual assault against three men on Thursday as he appeared in a Manhattan court to testify in a separate sex case brought against him in New York of assaulting a 14-year-old boy in the mid-80s. The Crown Prosecution Service reminds all concerned that criminal proceedings against Mr. Spacey are active and that he has the right to a fair trial. 
From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Actor Ray Liotta is dead at the age of 67. The actor reportedly passed away in his sleep in the Dominican Republic while shooting a movie called Dangerous Waters. Liotta best known for his role in the classic film Goodfellas. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the, the Rock of Talk. Five, I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 KIV, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Now we're two coming at you from the ABQ. Edad Muska and I uh, here for the afternoon. Many of you guys getting out, uh, traveling, and uh, pounding around the country, hopefully. At, uh, I don't know, if you enjoy your $6 gas, you can head off to California, or $7 gas, you can head out uh, over there. Hey, we're going to go to Disneyland. My parents... Oh, you should take us to Disneyland. That doesn't happen anymore. Instead, my kids headed off, off into a different direction uh, altogether, and uh, good for them. Uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting. I'll have everything up uh, here shortly. I got uh, two Rock of Talk chat updates, and then I guess I'll get the interviews with our candidates. I got to say, something comes over me <clears throat> in terms of motivation. I don't get that motivated when it comes to political season. I like the more they ask me to go ahead and put that stuff up, the less I want to do it. And somebody, you know, reached out to me. In fact, we'll just say his name's Casey. Uh, I'll give you his last name next uh, if you'd like, but I won't do that. Uh, just uh, Casey reached out to me. He's like, he's trying to tell me how to run my business. And I said, well, I'm totally fine with that because he's right. I got to get this stuff out and I got to, I got to get it out for, for doubt as well. Um, let me just tell you, I think we're probably going to jack up prices a little bit more. I think I'm going to come in on the pie for rockoftalk.chat, folks. Because, you know, let me tell you, you do, and it's, it's a weird thing. Nobody does a good job on anything unless they're incentivized to do so, okay? Which means that you have to, as capitalists, have to make more money. Things are costing more. They're, they, they require more of your time. I'm going back and getting my real estate license. Dowd's spending more of his time. He needs to make more money, too, and uh, that's what it's all about. I mean, everybody else is making money. It's time for doubt and myself uh, to get ours as well so we're going to be doing a, good, a better job and then we'll be making the ask uh ask part of uh, uh the beginning of july and you guys can uh, jump on that but uh, meanwhile uh competition dropping like flies uh around the place uh homosexuals leaving the christian church i think after my call for for that to happen uh as well you can't call yourself homosexual uh and con and and christian just so you know just uh, just throwing that out there for you those of you. I want to uh, say how proud I am of, of certain pastors here in this marketplace. We'll talk more about that uh, at, a, at a later juncture, uh, if you will. Um, but uh, that conversation, not for today. We're going to go ahead and jump into Meow Wolf. And I'm excited about uh, hearing about that. Oh, a uh, couple of quick, quick corrections. Uh, yes, I'm not a concealed carry, uh, but I do understand that it's an open carry state uh, yep. here in the state of New Mexico. But anytime that you see you know, the guns, and this is where the, the correction comes in, no weapons or no guns allowed in the mall. I conceal it all the time, and uh, I would advise you to do the same. Go and look at some of the uh, gang-related uh, uh, things that have happened in some of the, the malls here in Albuquerque, and then you'll understand why why I carry, you know, and I do enjoy them all. I'll say that much, uh, right now as much as the next person. I love going there, love grabbing boba cheese, love doing all that kind of stuff, but um, now that I'm saying that, maybe I maybe I probably won't be able to enjoy it quite as much as I want because there's going to be some idiots out there who are going to be, uh, you know, trying to make an example of me at some point. I'm always aware of that once I say that. So I always 
this is always a, a port where I always change my uh, habits as well. Never do the same thing repetitively uh, unless you are in a contained control environment uh, as well. All right, Dow, uh, talking about contained controlled environments. Um, what is going on behind the scenes over there? Uh, who knows what is happening? What, what are those little video cameras up to? It's a creepy feeling that you get through. And, and it's something, I got to tell you, the feeling you get when you go to Meow Wolf, it's very addictive. Mm. You want to discover, like it, it takes you into this like fourth dimension. It's it's amazing. They did a great job. Um, dreamed up uh, some pretty cool things uh, conceptually. Uh, the story, I'll, I'll grab the book so you can see it. But it's an interesting place, uh, you know, bar none. It is uh, certainly, uh, in my opinion, an adult amusement park, um, not a children's amusement park. But many people are like, well, let's take our kids up there. Our kids. And like everywhere you go, you know, there's like videos everywhere. Like, I don't really feel safe. And the people behind uh, the counter over there don't look exactly like they're family friendly. And I was going to give you the skinny. Um, nobody likes fat cats. Skinny on uh, Meow Wolf uh, up in Santa Fe and now Denver and Las, Las Vegas as well. Well, and, you know, there's an old phrase. There's no accounting for taste. And, and, and I don't. I, I have not been up to the House of Eternal Return. Uh, I hope to go to the Omega Mart in Las Vegas when I'm Omega Mart, in, in, in August for my, my 50th birthday extravaganza that just is growing by leaps and bounds. And I've been talking to my sister about what we're going to be doing out there. But So I don't have a comment on the art. And if you love the, the Meow Wolf experience, keep keep loving it. I'm a I policy do. analyst. So uh, I look at the policy angle of this. And what set me off uh, late, April. This was uh, oh my gosh, almost a month now. I read something in uh, one of the, that ridiculous Santa Fe reporter, the the, the, the quote unquote alternative press, those weeklies that have the uh, interesting uh, sexual encounter ads in the back. I, I don't know why they're called the alternative press because they're just more left wing than the usual press. I mean, if you if they were the alternative press, then it would be like conservative or libertarian publications. But leaving that aside, uh, I saw that Meow Wolf was going to have its vortex. Uh, EDM kind of dance uh, extravaganza outdoor festival. Uh, it's coming back after two years, uh, and I, I believe uh, all the coverage so far has said that uh, because of the pandemic, the, the pandemic closed down the the, the germ closed down the uh, outdoor uh, music concert. No, no, it it wasn't it wasn't a germ. A germ has no ability to close down any event. That was lockdown policies implemented by politicians. It just I know I'm I, I'm kind of a stickler on that one. It just drives me absolutely crazy. So I thought. Okay, and then a music festival, you can see all those weird kind of people getting out and having fun. I'm a libertarian. Go to any music festival you want. I don't care. Go to Burning Man and run around naked for a week. I don't I don't care. Um, but a little bit of a change for Meow Wolf's big music festival after two years off. It's not going to be held in New Mexico, the home of Meow Wolf, the state that has, well, given this entity a couple million of your tax dollars. So I thought, well, what's going on here? It's, it's up in Denver. Well, Denver's one of the places that Meow Wolf has expanded to, uh, as well as Las Vegas, uh, before the uh, lockdown insanity that uh, did so much to hurt our country arrived. They were talking about a DC and a Phoenix expansion. Apparently those are kind of on hold. They're uh, now recently announced expansions to Houston and Dallas. There was a report in one of the Orlando 
political policy blogs that that the company that Meow Wolf is associated with in Las Vegas, Area 15, bought some land in Orlando. So there might be a Area 15 Meow Wolf uh, facility in, in Orlando. So, uh, so are these becoming franchises then? That- well, th- yeah, it's a, that's a good question, Eddie. Uh, it's it's growing. It's growing outside of New Mexico, the state that's given Meow Wolf all this money, millions of dollars. I, I don't have an actual figure because I don't have I can't uh, calculate the data on uh, the figures on how much they've gotten from the film office because they've gotten some of those film subsidies too oh they've gotten all the job training grants and infrastructure money so i started to think you know i've heard about meow wolf people rave about meow wolf people i like and respect like meow wolf i love love Uh, meow wolf i'm not gonna lie i love it from from an artistic perspective uh people are really really impressed with what these people have done up there in santa fe and any part of the story, not the part I covered, I'll, I'll just talk about it now. Part of the story is a wonderful story. It's a story about something that, that was creative and original, and it was initially a private sector effort uh, that was a, a local guy, a local millionaire named George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, he, he doesn't spend a lot of time writing books anymore, but he did help them uh, get a permanent facility at a, at a, at a uh, I guess he owned a, a bowling alley that had been kind of not in business anymore, uh, and that became the House of Eternal Return. And I don't know what it was. The first year they opened, they had half a million people come. This experience was so yeah. cool, and I believe it was cool. 2015 or 2016 uh, okay. when they opened up. Yeah. And frankly, I, I listen. I don't come from this world. Uh, you know, I'm Mr. Uh, engineer spreadsheet guy. I don't come from the creative world. I don't know what an until I started digging into me. I well, I didn't know what an arts collaborative w- is. Uh, Eddie, I, I imagine a lot of our our, our down to earth uh, blue collar military audience they don't know what an arts collaborative is either. Uh, it, it, it's where a bunch of creative people together get together. They don't necessarily. Uh, it, it can be very loosely organized. They can get an art space to to do uh, a gallery or to do some sort of immersive experience uh this thing started that part if you don't mind real quick so basically there's a there's a bunch of different rooms um and they're all sort of connected uh not by um a sort of a thematic element uh which would mean that there would be some homogeneity between room to room or you know place to place in there it's the differentiation between each space so each space was obviously led and constructed, but yet they all unite under the same sort of dreamy theme. I mean, you'll be one area where you're like in an outdoorsy type of campy thing and you go through a refrigerator and you go into this like space age ice tube and then, you know, you venture off into this other laser light uh, place and then you go through what what appears to be like a giant uh, uh, forest uh, part and each one is probably independently worked on and you know the the various you know uh, spaces that are drawn up that are black and white like cartoonish place or you know a house of mirrors and then it just it's just it's very creative and the feeling that you get going from place to place that's the uh, sort of arts collaborative part and um, the thematic part uh, if you will that ties them through is a story it's not something that is anything based upon any sort of uh, homo- uh, homogeneous style or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, this is no boring art gallery where you look at paintings on a wall and, and walk out after 20 minutes. It's, it's on a whole other level. And Eddie, frankly, uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, someone I'm a, a bit of a fan of, talks about the, the role that creative people play in a society, and you have to have the D-Dowd Muska analytical types who say, we need to stay on budget, and you have to have the wildly creative people uh, who create something like the House of Eternal Return. And that's both elements contribute to uh, 
Western civilization to wealth production. You, you can't have just one or the other. If it's all creative types, uh, you have everything falling apart and nothing ever gets done on time. And you have General Magic, basically, uh, that wonderful documentary right. that you recommended to me. There was nobody at General Magic cracking the whip. There were people staying up all night and, and writing new graphical interface things that were really, really cool, but there was no one who was, who was saying, we have a deadline, we need to uh, right. you know get this product out by a certain time, we've got to get the marketing right, and all that right. kind of stuff. So Peterson talks about how important, I dare say, this might not make people ma happy, but the liberal mindset, the creative open mindset is when it is fused with brass tacks, drill instructor, let's meet our deadline. You, you, we, we made a commitment. We, you know, we're not just going to let you experiment and run wild all day. You know, at some point, you've got to bleep or get off the pot. When those two elements fuse, we produce Western civilization. It's, it's been a wonderful thing. So these young people who started this arts collaborative uh that that is a thing arts, an arts collaborative started something amazing now the, the new york new republic uh, a couple years ago wrote a brief just encapsulation of what meow wolf uh is i think it's a good it's the best description i've heard uh i don't like you know i tend not to, not to like the pr stuff released by an actual organization uh meow wolf started as an art experiment on the industrial edge of santa fe in an old bowling alley transformed into a place called the house of eternal return Ordinary house fixtures, a refrigerator, a washing machine, a fireplace, become portals to a vast wonderland of colorful art and thousands of interactive objects. The trippy installation opened to the public in the spring of 2016 and was a near overnight sensation. In 2019, half a million people visited. Last year, Meow Wolf opened uh, two new exhibits in Denver and Las Vegas. What was once a ragtag collective has become a multi-million dollar company they floated uh an, an investment opportunity for people i think you had to give a minute you had to supply a minimum of a hundred thousand dollars these folks raised these were a bunch of hippy dippy artists with no money in their 20s in 2008 when they started to coalesce and, and eventually build the house of eternal return they raised 158 million dollars in 2019 in investment capital that that eddie is a success story that's something to yeah. be happy about yeah. in new mexico and i don't disparage them at all when it comes to that what i have a big problem with is the corporate welfare the political maneuvering the political cronyism that has come along with meow wolf's success we're going to start with a guy named vince Kadlubek. he was in his 20s he was one of the co-founders and by his own homeless person right he by his own admission this is what he said a couple years ago he wrote these words in the fall of 2014 i was making 50 dollars a day delivering food living at my parents house on the south side of santa fe and dreaming of becoming an accomplished playwright within a couple years this guy was the head of a hundreds of millions of dollars installation he was giving ted talks his arts collaborative was being feted in national publications things like you know the washington post the new york times were covering meow wolf they were expanding in las vegas they were expanding to denver this was a complete zilch convicted by his own admission twice of shoplifting one time was in 2012 four years after he started meow wolf so the ball was rolling and he was still shoplifting cds in santa fe so this kid who is about to turn 40 he's getting a little older uh he goes from nothing to big time political player one of the first things he does eddie is he starts wolf pack which makes its main goal legalizing weed in santa fe the city of santa fe what a what a big surprise there 2017 they host a fundraiser for tim keller 
following year, 2018, the Democrats gather for their big event right before the election. Where do they hold it? At Meow Wolf. Uh, and Trip Stilnecki, the deeply troubled former flack yeah, for Michelle Luan Grisham. Oh, where's yeah. Kind of funny. He ended up writing the piece for the administration that he was just about to join. More incestuousness in Santa Fe uh, at Meow Wolf, quote, an overflow crowd of energized Democrats shouting themselves hoarse, turning the volume up to 11 on behalf of, you guessed it, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, a couple months later, Cad Lubeck, uh, the, the, who was the CEO for a long time, they just brought in a, a guy from Viacom, a, a real corporate executive, not one of these hippy-dippy Santa Feans. Uh, he wrote an op-ed tell, uh, telling uh, his readers in the Santa Fe, New Mexican, you got to support the governor's uh, budget increase, her $6 million budget increase for tourism promotion. Now, Cad Lubeck, Mr. Vince, Mr. Shoplifter Homeless, He's become a bit of a uh, generous political donor. Uh, he gave, in the last election cycle, $3,000 to Teresa Legere Fernandez. He gave 1600 bucks to Bernie Sanders. He gave $2,800 to Maggie Toulouse-Oliver's failed campaign for uh, the U.S. Senate. And those were just the ones that kind of stand out to me you the most. You wouldn't even call that a, a campaign. That's it, was, it was, yeah, it, 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 it withered rather it, quickly. It failed before it did anything else. And so I did a little checking at the at the Federal Election Commission online and also the state online campaign contributions. A couple of the other founders, uh, Sean Iani, Corvus Brinkerhoff, Katie Kennedy, they were all founders. They all cashed in on Meow Wolf. And guess what? They're all political donors, and all of their money goes to uh, Democrats and left-wing uh, PACs and lobbying organizations. 100% to the blue. Not, not, none to the red at all. Who, who would have seen that coming? I, I can't imagine. So... What really makes me angrier than anything else, Eddie, is the corporate welfare, okay? This is an entity that has received global attention. They got an infusion of $158 million in capital, in venture capital, and they have gotten multiple local and state subsidies. Uh, again, over a million dollars job training grants, um, over a million dollars infrastructure, Probably in the millions. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I gotta need. I need to do some more research on this in terms of how much they get out of the film office. These people who were literally starving artists in twenty in two thousand eight when this ball started to get rolling in February two thousand eight. It's a wonderful success story, but with success comes political clout, corporate welfare cronyism and it's just you see this play out again and again and again in new mexico and it's very sad it's very dis depressing and ultimately as i cite with the uh, edm and, and let me tell you some of these major acts that are going to be at the at the vortex up in denver Ooh, do, in august like, okay barry can't swim 100 mm. gex sad night dynamite waralkas mr frick avalon emerson and baltra um, never, never heard of any of them. Uh, boy, you won't, you won't hear about them at DDM. <laughs> yes, see, seeing as these people have uh, done very well by the taxpayers of New Mexico, uh, maybe they should be not so dedicated to putting on more and more events and founding new facilities outside New Mexico, given how generous the taxpayers have been made to be. Uh, and it's just, it's just distressing, Eddie. Again, part of this is a very good story, but again. The cronyism and the corruption and the mono, the, the single-party rule of New Mexico, uh, to me, really poisons this success story. And it's really kind of sad. I think they will continue to expand elsewhere. They will take the money that we have subsidized them with and uh, continue to enrich themselves. And, you know, who knows? Maybe headquarters moves to Austin, the ultimate cool city someday. God knows that, you know... Mo any municipality in America would offer Meow, money, Meow Wolf money to move their headquarters there. So, yes, 
part of this is happy story. Part of this is a good story. Local kids made good. Local kids creating jobs. But the other element of this, Eddie, that's really distressing is just the political sleaze and the corporate welfare. And you, again, you see this happen again and again in New Mexico. So I wanted to give people a a, a fair, a, a complete picture of the, of Meow Wolf. And frankly. One left-wing artist who didn't get any, he tried to pitch them some ideas, uh, he wrote an op-ed a couple years ago and said he looked through the Santa Fe paper, the archives over the last year, and he found a single article of bad press on Meow Wolf about a minor getting served alcohol at the bar. We are in love with Meow Wolf. The politicians are in love with Meow Wolf. We have subsidized Meow Wolf. But what's actually going on with Meow Wolf? Uh, the piece is rather lengthy, folks. If you want to read it in its entirety, go to rockoftalk.chat and see what, again, is partly good, partly encouraging, but again, ultimately tainted, ultimately tainted by the, the corruption uh, of New Mexico economic development and the corruption of Santa mm -hmm. Fe and, and the government of our state. So uh, check it out, folks. 20 cents a day, rockoftalk.chat. And uh, Listen, send me your feedback. Uh, not on the artistic side. I have, nothing, I have no comment on the artistic side. I do need to get up there and actually see the damn place for myself. Uh, and uh, again, Eddie, a fuller picture of what's going on. You're only going to get the happy talk from the business press, from the politicians, from the press releases. At the Rocket Talk, we give you the whole presentation. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I used to go up there all the time. I mean, I would go up there with... Uh you know, Julie and my kids and, uh, you know, her kids and we'd hang out up there and we had an annual pass. And I mean, I was there all the time. Uh, it was just I, it, like every weekend and I enjoyed it a lot. I think the way that it got set up and I've got a few texts here from people who invested and the way they got kicked back, uh, into all this, I don't think was probably uh, very good because they did a buyback of the shares and they didn't reward right. everybody who originally yep invested in this which i think is you know very unfair uh yep, yep. they did kind of a crowdfunding micro investing early on yeah. but in, in 2019 that's when the big boys stepped in 100 grand a pop and the 158 yeah. million was raised so there are some disgruntled investors out there who were involved early on yeah yeah the, the kids loved it i loved it uh, julie loved it uh said i invested in meow wolf a few years ago in a we funder crowdfunding campaign yep. and brought it yep. back to my shares for double the value. I didn't own enough shares to contest it. It was in the contract. Great marketing tool at the time. I think a few thousand people invested over $1 million. Now they're doing the Omega Mart. Now they're doing all this other stuff. So I think the takeaway here, um, if, if you don't mind me jumping in, because a lot of you are going to get different things, and click on the links as, as an economic investment vehicle, as it goes, Netflix, everything else. The state of New Mexico didn't invest very much in all this. But it did get behind it and utilize it as sort of the marketing angle. And I think it's probably sort of the best brand. I think you would almost include Meow Wolf. I have lots of Meow Wolf stickers here in the studio right on, on my, my, my wall here. I would say that it's a better brand than obviously Virgin Galactic or Netflix or, or Facebook or anything like that. And certainly probably better for tourism than any of those endeavors as well. People will go to it. It's considered one of the top three, top, probably top five uh, places to go. Uh, certainly flying the brand of the New Mexico United, but then again, you see the New Mexico United, see all the Democrats that are involved in, in all that. But let me let me go, let me take it a step further uh, and just talk for a moment in terms of the political uh, homogeneity, to use that word uh, once again, that inevitably happens with, with all of these investments is these people all go to the left. And... It, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't really like a chicken or an egg type of question. 
of course it's going to be going to the left. Uh, it can only go to the left because the only people who are going to be funding this kind of stuff. And, and Republicans, dare I say that you kind of step out of this just a little bit in terms of your, your crusty or white bread style about not being able to pop out and say, oh, this is just so terrible. You know, there is a high element of cultural uh, affinity that's involved in, in all that. And by that, I mean, just seeing that, like, if you were to walk into my studio, it's a bit of a Meow Wolf type of studio. <laughs> it is. I mean, you would find it uh, very similar in terms of just a eclectic uh, sampling of all things that are pop culture. And I would think that people on the right, uh, they like to make money. And certainly Meow Wolf is probably one of the most economically profitable, successful places, franchising out one of the best things. Why couldn't Republicans get involved with something like this and, and take it over and, and get involved? And I would just urge you and say, okay, regardless of my political affiliation, I like it. And I don't want to just see people of one political ideology. And the Democrats shouldn't be the only people having their soirees and, and um, cocktail parties at Meow Wolf. Republicans want to go ahead and have it too. Well, why can't we do that? And of course, they're going to say we ref we we uh, um, reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. We're not going to have your Republican Party of the state of New Mexico. I'll be like, yes, you aren't. If you're going to deny us, we aren't going to represent you, and we're going to go ahead and go against you because I thought you got money from the taxpayers of the state of New Mexico to fund and fuel and push your endeavor. And it's not just one end of that. Let's just talk about economic development and generally where it comes from and money for the government generally where it comes from. It doesn't come from other governments, although you might think it does from the federal government. It comes from businesses. And I think we need to really kind of take hold of that Republicans and jump in and get involved. So regardless of your Democrat, Republican, whatever, it's something for everyone. I'm a little bit curious. I'm a little bit leery about the cameras that are there and a little bit weird about the story. But beyond that, I mean, as long as you're guiding your kids, like they had a video game tournament that was there that went, I was watching right. people play Pac-Man forever, Defender uh, <laughs> forever. I was like, that's so cool. You know, like all the cool things. Why is it that the left just gets to, to you know, come from that? I, I don't believe in that. So mm -hmm. I think we could do a whole lot. And the same with EDM music. Uh, I know, I know. This is going to be hard for for a lot of people to think, but and there's a lot of people from the right side of the aisle who love EDM music. Yes, and uh, I happen to be one of them. So you ha you have to really just jump into this music because it's a bit the energy and the, the feel good stuff of of this stuff. So uh, we just need to kind of take more ownership of this, and rather than just kind of kick it to the side and say, "Hey, this isn't for us," and only the left, and that the meow wolf is a leftist thing. It's the leftist thing only if you allow it to be. Uh, those people like his money money as much as the next people. And who's to say if Vince and those guys wouldn't want to go ahead and, and, and invest in a, uh, you know, Mark Ronchetti for governor, Greg Zanetti for governor campaign, or or who take your favorite politician uh, from the right and, and push it on that, or your favorite libertarian, uh, for that matter, and get involved in that. I mean, these people want to see their causes uh, triumph and uh, find new audiences, and what better way to do it than to get in front of the other side. 550-5500, that's 550 5500 here in the Kiva, a little EDM music that you might recognize. Yes, folks, where would you recognize this from? From our show. Uh, this is actually uh, considered EDM music, uh, kind of old school EDM, but this would be this uh, EDM from Avicii, uh, the late great, uh, I think his name was what, uh, Tim Bergling, uh, who, by the way, committed suicide. Uh, he's got some interesting things and uh, I think was a victim of pedophilia back in the day and was aware of a little bit too much. But uh, some good music, uh, nonetheless. Levels by Vici. Back after a quick break, 531, back and forth.
Grateful Gone Wild and Rio Rancho Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Do you worry about the next market crash devastating your retirement? What if you could secure your lifestyle with the highest guaranteed lifetime income and never worry again about running out of money? I'm Michael Trujillo, host of Your Money Matters, on Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. on The Rock of Talk. Visit safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information to get your free retirement report and listen to us on Saturday at 11.30 a.m. I don't want you and your family to suffer through another crash as so many have. So I'm giving a free personalized retirement report where you will see top-ranked strategies that pay you up to 40% more lifetime income than all regular plans. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information and listen to us on Saturdays. Your money matters at 11.30 a.m. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Be cautious and still have fun. Come down to Slate Street Billiards and enjoy their 19 gold crown pool tables. Nine projection screens and 13 TVs. Don't forget about the 30 beers on tap. Darts and shuffleboard. Visit SlateStreetBilliards.com. And queue up the good times. Ready for some fun? Get down to Slate Street Billiards for their award-winning wings, soups, nachos, burgers, and appetizer menu. Plus the best happy hour around with 30 beers on tap. Near Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Or visit SlateStreetBilliards.com. And queue up the good times. This is Louis Sanchez, your Republican candidate for Congress in New Mexico's first district. I grew up right here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My parents always taught us that the American dream was alive and well, if you're willing to work for it. And they also taught us not to blame others for our failures, but to keep picking ourselves up until we succeeded. With hard work and perseverance, I was the first person in my family to go to college. And I was able to live that American dream that my parents had always talked about. I'm running for Congress because I see that American dream slipping away from the next generation. Inflation is out of control. We have the highest unemployment rate in the nation, and the radical socialists won't stop until our country is completely ruined by false promises of victimhood and fake moral outrage. In Congress, I'll uphold our conservative values and fight for all of our freedoms. I'm asking for your vote early or on June 7th. I'll work hard to protect your constitutional rights and fight for real immigration reform to secure our borders. I'm Luis Sanchez, and I approve this message. Paid for by Sanchez for Congress. Republican Mark Ronchetti, strong conservative, real plans to turn New Mexico around. Here's Mark Ronchetti on border security. You can't fight crime if you don't secure the border. As governor, I'll bring the National Guard to the border and we'll create a border strike force to go after the cartels. And Mark Ronchetti has a plan to fight crime, starting with ending catch and release. We have a criminal problem, but political elites, they don't take on criminals, they demonize police. As an outsider, I'm as fed up as you are. Enough is enough. I'll end catch and release, and we'll stop being a sanctuary state. And I'll never apologize for backing the blue. Republican Mark Ronchetti. Pro-life, pro-Second Amendment. He'll defend our values. Early voting sites are open Monday through Saturday from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. To find nearest locations, visit markronchetti.com. Paid for and authorized by Mark Ronchetti for Governor. 
I'm Mark Ronchetti, and I approve this message. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Sing it for me, Miguel. Monroe's Restaurant on Osuna, east of San Mateo and on 4th and Mountain. Large lots, open spaces. Sabro Ranch, an equestrian-friendly community. This gated community features a four-acre space, including a community barn and a riding arena. Presented by New Mexico's premier luxury homes, Jillian Homes. Marked and sold through Weikert Realtors, 505-405-2292. 505-405-2292. You deserve to live in Sabra Ranch. Sab- the best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel, all at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Here in the queue, a little Vida La Vida. Sorry for the long commercial set. Had to do that. We got to catch up after uh, that uh, long, extensive discussion of uh, Meow Wolf, which you can find directly at uh, rockoftalk.chat. Now, it's been a long time since we've caught up on some news. We have the Daily Blast. We're headed long into the last 20 minutes uh, here of the show. And let's get everybody uh, sort of caught up on the, the news of the day. The uh, top clippings, of course, no doubt have. But... Um, over the last week, we'll have to, you know, we've got to take some time to cover this uh, Hillary Clinton stuff, the Durham investigation, and we've yep. got to get on that. We've got to get on the Supreme Court stuff. We've got to get people uh, caught up on where we're at, because that seemed to have completely and totally disappeared uh, from everything. And then it's election year. It's portioning guns for the Democrats. And then, you know, standing behind my prediction, I'm going to tell you why Michelle Long Grisham will uh, be a guaranteed loser this year. Uh, there's just no way out of it. And the thing is, is she understands that. So... Um, it, this is the reason why she's running so many damn ads, why she's hitting, you know, the Republicans uh, or ex- seemingly the Republican leader uh, that's coming out of that so hard before uh, they even get out of the uh, primaries. And uh, they know that they're they're dealt a losing hand, the top to bottom, and that the voters, if they turn out, if they can make you feel apathetic, like, you don't need to worry about it. They're there to take care of you. Like, this is what she has done to you for two years. Like, this is yours. 
This is the one year it is the Republicans to lose because you have been dealt a full house and you need to play it like you need to play it like a royal flush. A banquet has been set before you. <laughs> it be easier. Like this is if you wanted to win your house race, if you wanted to win any of your races, this is the year to do it. And you know, uh, I think this is hopefully the last week or two. Like I said, I hopefully the memo went out. Did I put out the memo? For, for the Republicans to stop fighting with each other. And you patriots, you know, I, I love you guys, but, you know, stop being stupid. Stop being idiots out there, all right? Just stand, oh, my candidate till the end. He's the only one who stands for this. Like, no, he, he actually doesn't, and he doesn't, and they don't, and, you know, we're, let's just all get together and put our toys, you know, away and our, 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 our problems away with each other. But we've got a lot of issues, uh, doubt. Uh, I know you've been keeping up on the news far better than I have uh, as of late. I can't stand to look at Fox News because here we are. Gunman fired shots outside school. Grieving family. Longtime husband. Texans don't mince words. Like, I think the same thing happened for the Ukraine. The entire Fox News page got infected by the Ukraine. Like, whatever, whatever is infecting the entire country, somehow Fox News has got a thousand stories on it, and there's nothing else. <laughs> yeah. It's been at Fox News 24-7. Fox News is the worst brand right now. I would say it's worse than CNN. Mm -hmm. I used to carry Fox News. You did? And I'll tell you right now, it is the worst brand that's out there. You were very loyal uh, many years. Uh, very, very, very loyal. And the, the problem is, is just like, are you guys are you guys kidding me right now with this? You're going to make everybody get vaxxed in your building? Wait, you're going to tell everybody that they cannot show up to, to, to the Fox News building for two years? Yeah, real champions of freedom there, Fox News. You're going you're gonna to fight, Kate. The governor got impeached or was removed, right, from office. Cuomo got, and you're still under the, the governor's orders. <laughs> like, there's not anything worse that could happen. Oh, yeah, the COVID is really bad. And like, we told you, why didn't you listen to that? And then you sprang up all of these divisive little, uh, a, million, a million different social media uh, uh, conservative companies. Heck, even Trump's inventing one. And then a million little TV shows and podcasters and everybody's like, I'm the better conservative. I'm the better conservative. Like, you didn't need to do that. We lost our lone, our, our champion in Rush Limbaugh. Now you got a, just a bunch of wannabes, top to bottom. And, and they're all fighting with each other. And they're all, like, literally reading the same talking sheet. I swear, like, listening to one hour, one show of talk radio, do you feel like this, Dowd? If I listen to one show... I feel like I'm going to listen to the same show throughout the rest of the day. Yes, yeah, same talking points, often the same guests. It, there's same a guests, same there's guests, a blandness to it. Yeah. Oh, it is, and it's bad. It's it's really bad. I'm like, uh, can we give it? And no wonder they're going to uh, mumble and rumble and stumble and crumble. I mean, all day long, rumble, rumble. Oh, oh, did you see the video on rumble? But no, I didn't, because I'm not going to go support anything Jan Dan Bongino does. And it's just, just parrot, parrot radio. Like uh, somehow our brains got removed, and the entire cycle gets taken over by anything New York Times. Once New York Times validates it, work. And and literally, Tucker Carlson's been sitting there telling you the entire. And I know he's a Fox News brand, but he's really not a Fox News brand. But as soon as Tucker Carlson comes out. And he says it's like, oh, the only fresh thing I've heard all day. <laughs> really? Everyone's going to be talking about tomorrow. Let me listen to Tucker Carlson tonight. Only it's literally been reduced to like one hour. And then everybody else parrot. Like, oh, okay. So 
let me let me let me put on Clyde Lewis, and I'm like, whoa, what is this? What is this creative thinking? I haven't heard this type of speaking before. I'm like, uh, um, and, and Dana Lash is checked out three quarters of the time. You know, Ben Shapiro. I, I I'm not sure what's what, what what's going on with that. I mean, I'm like. We're going to war with Ukraine. And Mark Levin's like, we got to fight for champion and democracy. And then the school shooting. I'm like, oh, we got, you know, if we would be better parents. I'm like, oh, please just stop. Stop the, stop the stupidity. 24-7. Take a step back. Listen to something new. Even, even coast to coast is killing it right now. Doing a good job. Like coast to coast is like, look at George Snorri. He's just popping up and uh, nailing <laughs> Like he's actually doing some good good radio as of late. Like he's asking questions. Like he sounds reasonable again. He's not asleep. He's not reading questions. So I, I say all of this with the, the the caveat that let's cover a little bit of news. Let's hear it from the Dow three thousand and uh, see what's been tapping on his radar screen. Well, let me uh, let me call an audible here, Eddie, and and, and highlight a, a an article that was not in the Daily Blast today because it was okay. issued after the Daily Blast went out uh, a couple hours right. later. And this is this this is uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie. I think what is it? Is it the Witch, where the goat? Oh, the, I was the, forced to watch that. The the goat turns into the man oh, at, at the very end, and and he says, "Dost thou wish to live a life of deliciousness?" Yeah, you, you um, watch this movie. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me. I was I was incredibly upset about that movie because that that, that movie like, will freak is, your mind out. It's a it's a level like all these people are like in there in the yep. manor, right? And then yep. all of a yep. sudden it's just like converts. I'm like, what what the heck's going on here? Yeah, and yeah, very. Uh, 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 it's 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 chilling, and that's back. If you want to know when people were really motivated by religion, where religion imbued everything they did, they read their sac sacred texts every day, every choice, every behavior they exhibited was based on the moral code, based on their religion. Go go see The Witch. That was old school, school puritanical New England uh, uh, congregationalism. <laughs> um, but I just love the, the word deliciousness. Uh, this is deliciousness. Santa Fe County, uh, and, and uh, I won't take credit for this, this is the daily newspaper up in uh, Fantasy City, the Santa Fe, New Mexican. Santa Fe County is appealing a decision by the New Mexico Public Employee Labor Relations Board, which oh. found the county had failed to properly negotiate with a union over a vaccination policy before taking action against employees who were out of compliance. Now, oh. why, why do I find this dispute so delicious? Because it, it's, it's the old Kissinger line about the Iran-Iraq war. Is there, is there any way we can figure out how both of them can lose? Uh, when, when you have vax mandates against public employee unions, uh, I immediately think of Henry Kissinger and say, can we find out a way for, for both of them to lose? Where's the real power in New Mexico? Is, is panic-driven... Rona, Karen, Governor Karen, hysterical, masking, Fauciism, is, does that prevail over the power of government employee unions? Uh, we, had the, we had this tremendous face-off, Eddie. Uh, Albuquerque-based, an Albuquerque-based attorney is representing the county. She uh, filed a motion yesterday, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, earlier this week, in the first judicial course, hoping court hoping to overturn a hearing officer, his recommendation, in favor of the Santa Fe County Deputy Sheriff's Association. That is a subset of the larger New Mexico Coalition of Safety Officers. Really? Wow. So what happened is the March decision, basically, they sided with the public employees 
over the vax mandate and uh that should tell you a little bit you know sometimes we think well you know crazy anti-science are the karen on the fourth floor of the roundhouse uh she prevails no 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 in the end in new mexico it's always the government employees who prevail so i'm gonna be watching this one very carefully eddie uh I'm not in the habit of rooting for government unions, but these deputies stood up and basically they faced, you know, termination or or possible potential termination because they didn't want to adhere to the vaccine mandate. And Eddie, I think we're just going to see as the months and years roll on, you know, the the gears of our legal system grind very. I know where you're going. Shorten the timeline. They, they grind very slowly. We're going to f- see more and more of these judicial yeah. fights where rationality prevails over vaccine craziness. So I will have this in the uh, Daily Blast for people tomorrow, the link to this, because it came out after the Daily Blast came out. But uh, this, this to quote the wonderful movie, The Witch, this was delish- deliciousness. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's narrow this down. The timeline squeezed. Another reason Michelle Lujan Grisham loses in 2022 is because of cases like this. All the people that are part of that union who are no doubt registered Democrats who were warring against the vax mandates are now going to be coming victorious in a court of law in the state of New Mexico. What would seemingly be her friends are now her mortal enemies. Exactly. Her enemies, and she's created them. So there you go. Uh, more uh, a, a, pl- a plethora. Plethora of opportunity for the Republicans. All right, uh, down indeed, next. Indeed. Well, uh, this other story, I think we might have briefly touched it on, 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 it, on it yesterday or the day before that what, what Albuquerque Raw is saying is the 62nd homicide. Mm-hmm. This was a case, and Eddie, we see this. Uh, I, I've been thinking a lot the last 24, 48 hours. A lot of the moderates now in, in you know, the Tim Pool types uh, in the punditocracy are saying, okay, yeah. listen, there's 300 million guns in America. There's no way we can confiscate all the guns. So we're, we got to, we got to take, you know, halfway measures like red flag laws. You're mm-hmm. fine to have a gun, uh, you know, if you, if, if but again, if there's any accusation by anyone in your family or a neighbor that you might have a mental problem, then we can come in and take your gun away. This man, uh, Anthony Rivera Jr., apparently the 62nd homicide in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, killed his father. Uh, Officers found a deceased male covered in debris, and then the son exited the the residence making erratic statements. He apparently has had some really severe mental issues and uh, did not actually use a gun to kill his old man, apparently beat, allegedly, uh, beat his father to death. Turns out you can be murdered in all sorts of ways. It's not always the guns. So I thought that was it's important to highlight that. And I, it got me to thinking, it's been a couple of years now, Eddie, since the red flag law was put in statute in New Mexico. And, uh, oh, we broke... We broke a record for murders, mostly involving guns, in Albuquerque last year, and we're kind of on pace maybe to break another record this year. Sure doesn't look like the red flag law is making Albuquerque any safer, is it? Uh, good point. Uh, uh, thanks for pointing that out. I think nobody else is stating that. A great uh, political takeaway there, uh, if you will, some Republicans. Some more fodder. Feel free to use it, uh, courtesy of the Dow 3000. Uh, sort of those little uh, uh, points uh, soon to be picked up by the Rio Grande Foundation. And yes, yes. Tanks, uh, make no mistake about it. But yeah. you heard it here first. Yes. Uh, the Kiva, the uh, true think tank of New Mexico, I would say. <laughs> the thinking uh, that, that goes straight to the tank because nobody wants to hear what we have to say. Now, uh, what else you got? Uh, uh, just a and feather in the cap. Throat. 
uh, a feather in the cap of New Mexico State University. This was in today's Daily Blast, and uh, okay. people ask me why I look at the press releases of our university system. It's <laughs> it's for reasons like this, Eddie, because it just tells you what you're paying for uh, as okay. a taxpayer in New Mexico. New Mexico State University, our, our beloved state university, our agricultural mm -hmm. college down in Las Cruces, which is a hip, happening kind of little town, oh, frankly. Uh, you'd think that maybe Meow Wolf would want to expand down to Las Cruces. They could they could draw in the El Paso crowd sure. too. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, they have been named among the winners of a National Science Foundation funded challenge. Uh, oh. For the record, folks, the National Science Foundation. If you want to know who funds them, you can you can look in the mirror. Uh, a challenge aimed at mitigating the long term negative impacts of the, of course, COVID nineteen pandemic mm. on the diversity equity and inclusion of undergraduate and graduate students as well as postdoc researchers and faculty in stem higher education programs and institutions so another another big win right there the continual focus on the equity diversity you know when you once you got that sickness in the brain once it once that's infected in there it doesn't go away it, it's yeah. there forever once you got that word equity in your head uh let me tell you folks uh, you'll run any uh and this must be a big award, big award. Well, I think, I think uh, Jordan Peterson likes to call it DIE, uh, Diversity, Inclusion, and, and Equity. It's, it's a, the, it should be, the acronym should be DIE. Uh, so in addition to NMSU, Doña Ana Community College oh. received an honorable mention for its uh, Avanza program, which helps low-income students attain their educational goals with there mentoring, is. career exploration. So anyway, uh, NMSU was awarded the third place in the graduate student and postdoctoral research category for the National Science Foundation. Taking action, COVID-19, diversity, oh. equity, and inclusion oh. challenge. And they're going to be getting, uh, the school will be getting $10,000. Uh, it's going to help fund the Graduate Wellness Initiative. That's a oh, grassroots $10, pilot program. What is that going to pay for some, you know, intern at, at most for, what, eight, <laughs> ten weeks? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's, it's, oh, it's academia. So anyway, uh, uh, Carol uh, Flinchbaugh, the interim associate dean of the graduate school, says, we're excited to give graduate students studying in health-related fields uh, experiential learning opportunities to develop programming for their peers. It's Ooh. really just, it's all about diversity, equity, and inclusion in a state with, of course, the highest unemployment rate six months going. We're going to focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. The problem with this, though, is this is sort of like enabling and re-enabling and coddling bad behavior. And then when you get people to get these types of things, it's going to create a whole sortie because you created all sorts of attention on exactly this thing. And you're going to get 10 times as many people next time trying to get more focus. We got third place. Next year, let's get first place. If let's we were only more, more woke. Diverse. If we were only more woke. <laughs> well, okay. All right, now uh, a couple of last ones to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, uh, uh, I'd love to talk for the next half hour on the bear sighting in Silver City because I just love bears. But I'm going to move on to something with a little more substance and, frankly, a lot more uh, disturbing nature. Yesterday, Balderas, uh, our beloved uh, Attorney General, who I believe is uh, ter termed out, he will not be our Attorney General much longer. Uh, he announced. He announced the uh, arrest of a Sandoval County uh, deputy. Uh, pretty, pretty tough stuff. Uh, investigation of child sexual exploitation uh, determined the sub, sub suspect was a sheriff deputy, Robert Jesse Strand. Of course, these are at this point allegations, not convictions. During the execution of the search warrants, uh, images of child sexual abuse were located on Strand's devices. The images discovered through the investigation depicted children as young as infants. Um, 
Boy, well, it's not an allegation. If you have that stuff, you know, on your phone <laughs> or you have that stuff on your computer, it's, you know, Hector doesn't have to move the needle very far. And, just, you know, he's one, two Hector's after. Just, just trying you, to cover our, our, three, our legal backside, four, Mr. Ergo. <laughs> no, I understand. And I appreciate yeah. that. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. You know how I feel about all of this stuff. Well, you know, I, don't, I rarely say anything good about people in government, but to the extent that these people yep. in law enforcement are pursuing this kind of stuff, Eddie, uh -oh. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what an average day is for someone who has to deal with these pervs, and presumably, in order to verify the illegal content, you have to look at the illegal content. It's got to be, you know, these people probably need to go to counselors to sort of help them through the yeah. day. You know, these people, I don't say hero as it relates to government workers, but let me tell you, these those people probably get awfully close. Well, let's not forget something Hector did that, you know, I was very proud of him for, um, and like I said, we don't oftentimes do this, but... You recall the, uh, the 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 children who were being prostituted by their parents, and APD couldn't clean it up 24, 25 different times. Didn't yep. show up. They were uh, being prostituted out of Hotel Seventy Six or Motel right. Seventy Six, whatever it was. Hector came down, took care of that right away, and I was like, "Oh, bravo! Way to go, dude! Way to get that thing done." Because without Hector, I mean, who knows what have happened? These kids get lost. You know, they get caught up in a bathtub on the, uh, the west side because they didn't pay their, their drug bill. I mean, these are the types of things that happen. And this is what the attorney general's office is all about, is that prosecuting these types of filth. And especially these are people of the cloth. These are people that you're paying for that are potentially uh, supposed to be there taking us. Like reports on crimes that are happening, they're committing the most heinous crimes in the market and uh, any crime against children. Uh, I wish we still had the death penalty because I think any crime against a child uh, under the age of, you know, I'd say 16, mm -hmm. I think uh, should absolutely get, uh, be the death penalty. Oh, and uh, particularly, Eddie, a crime like this where you have a digital footprint, it's not somebody's yeah. word against somebody. Exactly. Uh, I, it's like DNA with, with a murder. I'm very comfortable. If there's DNA in a capital murder conviction, I'm very comfortable with the death penalty there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, a couple more, Dowd, uh, if you don't mind. We're going to take it to uh, a couple... Uh, more and then we'll just do the the top five very quickly and then i'm going to go to the uh interview one more time with greg zanetti some people who did not hear it i have yet to post it i'll put it up there one more uh time interestingly enough politically folks well i guess we'll delve into this a little bit there's some some new hard-hitting ads one against rebecca dow a story i was not familiar with but uh one that's brought out by the ron Ketty campaign uh pay particular attention to that i believe those probably uh, going to be more stuff uh, there. Um, and then then you have all the anti-Trump uh, stuff, uh, if you will, that uh, that Dow is is uh, is is said and asked him in the debate last week. So there's these these things that are fireworks that are taking place here in the last couple of weeks, last eleven days here, twelve, eleven days of this campaign. So you know this is this thing's far from over, a lot uh, to be, you know, tossed around in, in all this. And it's not exactly the issues that are at the forefront of New Mexico. You know, Mark has run a good campaign. Uh, we gave him the win in the debates that, as we handled them here in the Kiva. Dowd, you did a fantastic job of conducting those. Uh, so him and his team executed um, uh, expertly, I think, on those. We did not receive any responses at all from Dow, uh, That's right. uh, unfortunately. And then, uh, you know, Greg, uh, who is my preferred candidate, uh, as everybody knows, and who I've know put my uh, you know really um i guess maybe he was short on time and didn't provide much but you know this next interview that you're about to hear uh you know he is he is as good as, as we've ever seen him so there's a lot there's a lot left there meat left on the bones so to speak here in this the last 11 days and 
60 to 65 percent of you will actually be uh, uh, there the last uh, you know day to show up and vote uh, at the polls. And all of about 70,000 people are going to turn out statewide. Uh, a low inspirational uh, for as much fireworks as have been tossed around. Uh, the amount of money uh, per vote, boy, in this primary has got to be at its maybe highest ever. Um, but there's a lot. Let me say there is a lot of reason for that. And it's because, as I've already stated, whoever comes out of the Republican primary will be your next governor of the state of New Mexico. Oh, yeah. Laugh all you want. I can hear you, Joe Monahan. I can hear you right now. But we have been loaded up with a smorgasbord of opportunity like we have never seen. And we didn't do this. This is all her. I mean, this is all her. I, I imagine people are going to come back and re-register, even move back to New Mexico just to vote against Michelle Lujan Grisham. She's got to be like the most, she's got to be the most hated politician besides Kamala Harris and Joe Biden in the entire country. Amongst her state, uh, her approval ratings cannot be good. No, 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 no. And, but right the, now. The, the error, though, the, the, the thing that that's always scares me when it comes to the Republican Party when they prevail big in an election is mistaking the fact that you did well because the incumbent is so hated and not building your coalition, reaching across to get more people, not reaching across the aisle to, to, to vote with Democrats, but reaching out to groups that maybe maybe weren't uh, didn't find your message appealing in the past. Uh, don't take it as a mandate for your ideas. Take it as hatred of the incumbent. But exactly. then, but then use the resources you have now: the political power, the political capital, the donations that will come your way. Because let me tell you, the people who play the political game they like winners. Money, more money will come your way when you're a winner. Um, use that in a smart way to enhance yourself, and not just assume you're great because people hate the other side that's a big mistake that republicans make regularly this is a great chance because i mean a lot of the republicans come out as like faith family and freedom like what the hell is that about uh what would you like that's different than what uh that horrible restaurant down the street the michelle Lujan grisham cafe is offering up uh let's just add that and then we're going to run on those like, this is actually the one year that you want to take a poll and a sampling of what people really want what did they like what didn't they like and then just cater to that because she has decided to go ahead and uh, put her two feet directly in the cement, and she's got to stick to it. She doesn't have a record to run on. This is the thing. She's literally, she's running on empty, as Jackson Brown uh, said. All right, last couple. Dowd, and then uh, your top five. Yeah, uh, I, of course, read all the papers that I uh, can get through the paywalls of in, in New Mexico. And this, uh, one of the most important papers in New Mexico you might not have ever heard of is called the Carlsbad Current Argus. The reason yep. they're so uh, important is because they have a full-time energy and environment reporter, and the Permian Basin is the most productive oil reservoir in the United States, and we are very lucky in New Mexico. It spills across the border from Texas into New Mexico. But our friends on the environmental left, they want to do everything they can to destroy the oil and gas industry. They have been threatening to file a lawsuit against the feds over this, quote-unquote, endangered species. A uh, cute little sucker called the uh, Dunes Sagebrush Lizard. And, Eddie, one of the... Trump did some good stuff on the regulatory side. Uh, he was even looking at the foundation of federal environmental regulatory policy, the NEPA that passed in the early 70s. But one of the things that some, hopefully some future Republican or libertarian or some party we don't even know of uh, will tackle in the future, it's the ability of these left-wing groups that fund, they're funded by little old grannies who get mailers every third day in their mailbox with pictures of little pandas and little lizards and little tur turtles and big bad industries 
trees, killing all these animals. And the way they lie to these little old ladies and raise money, and they lie to, you know, Corrales, Rich Whitey and Corrales too, and raise vast sums of money, they really serve as their own level of government. So this organization is called the Center for Biological Diversity, a very powerful kook left organization. They're right. suing the feds because they don't think the feds have regulated the dunes sagebrush lizard enough we need to get into the law here and and i've seen this at the federal level i've seen seen this at the um state level where basically these kook left environmental groups are get granted intervener status and they end up making environmental policy rather than the regulators and the elected legislators who lay out the basic rules for the regulators to make so they're suing uh, they uh, sued i guess about uh, six or seven days ago they filed their lawsuit this could potentially have a very big impact on the richest oil basin in america and listen to the quote from this environmental kook we no won't way. stand by we won't stand by while the last doomed sagebrush lizards disappear uh even as the oil and gas industry ruins our climate it's also destroying the lizards last home uh protection under the endangered species act is the unique this unique animal's last hope well i hate to break it to the center for biological diversity you're not part of the government you're a private organization and what you see eddie and we see this in new mexico and throughout the west more in the west than in the east because there's so much federal land is the feds will cave on this they will they will reach a settlement agreement with a private organization rather than make law rather than make regulations the legislative branch and the executive branch they will kowtow to these environmental groups and of course there's that revolving door where a lot of the litigators will end up working for the regulators when the democrats in office then they'll go into the nonprofit environmental organization when there's a republican in office it's all very incestuous and very sleazy but the bottom line is you've got an outside party making environmental policy that is not an element of the government it's not the legislators it's not the voters it's a deep-pocketed uh quote-unquote public interest law firm like the center for biological diversity eddie this could have a big impact on down the road on oil production in new mexico and the feds to their great credit again i don't say many good things about federal bureaucrats they've been working with private landowners down in the permian on how they can set aside land for this particular animal to thrive and there's so many good examples of private sector environmentalism that have worked in our country private land trusts uh we just, my mother just sent me a couple days ago the um, picture of our latest uh, kestrel eggs. We work with a private initiative that's trying to restore the kestrel, which is the smallest bird of prey in North America. We've raised a whole bunch of little baby kestrels on our orchard, entirely private sector, no government money that I've been able to found, find. Uh, we're proud to participate with this because we've got the land. You need a very specific uh, uh, piece of property for this. You need, uh, you can't do it in the woods. There has to be a lot of grass, like an orchard where there's a lot of, uh, area for these kestrels to go in and out of the trees and get the prey and bring it back to the little babies. Private sector environmentalism, which is something we should embrace here in New Mexico, but I'm sure our governor and Martin Heinrich and uh, all their buddies in Santa Fe, they're just delighted that there's a fresh lawsuit that's potentially going to hurt the oil and gas industry in New Mexico. Another big win for, uh, environmental quote-unquote activism all right so uh, i gotta go back immediately by the way i've been using neva uh what do you think of neva the, i like it i like it it's a different it, it presents it, it presents its its findings differently than other search engines so it's my own mind that i've got to that i've got to adjust to it but i think i'm adjusting gradually it's uh, less messy. There isn't just ads and all sorts of... Yep. And one of the things I, I love about it is it isolates the URL on top of the finding. Yes. So uh, yes. it almost 
allows you to start bookmark bookmarking. So Neva is my new search engine, N-E-E-V-A, uh, courtesy of the Dow 3000. <laughs> um, but let's just go back because this has been a uh, weaponized mechanism that the left has used. And you have to kind of ask yourself curiously, how did we arrive at this particular point where you can go and save this one particular animal and, you know, some fodder here in the sense that we're the lizard people and suddenly they want to save the lizards. There's all of this. But, you know, how how has this been able to be weaponized against uh, sort of the ambitions and the necessities that we uh, that seem to be... Like you are paying more, folks, for your gas partly because of the preservation of this one lizard, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> and it, it, all it would take is one of these oil companies to build a, a $10 million incubator museum to hatch a zillion of these things and just for you to sit there and watch them for the rest of the time. And it wouldn't matter. Every species, including our very own, is going to get sucked up by the Sagittarius A uh, here uh, in, in a couple of million uh, years from now. In a, Indeed. In a size. So we're all not going to exist. So there's no reason to preserve any one more than the other uh, at this particular point. I'm, of course, making an existential argument. But just think about this politically for a second. In the grand scheme of things, is this at all important? Is this in the top 100, top 1,000 issues uh, of need? But yet the news itself will focus on it. The activist itself will get plenty of traction. And then there will be inevitably some money, not to save the lizard, but to pummel and punish the oil and gas industry. Think about that for a second. That's a special kind of evil that uh, these people on the left uh, have concocted. And most of these people are childless uh, uh, family type uh, uh, American hating type uh, uh, organizations. I hate to say it, but uh, it is true. So, Well, Eddie, need I remind folks, I, I don't know that we got a chance to talk about this last week, maybe. Uh, the Albuquerque City website, uh, you pay for it, ladies and gentlemen, put out a press release about how wonderful the birth of a new baby orangutan was mm. at, the, uh, at the zoo. I think that was the day after the city voted to appropriate $250,000 to Planned Parenthood. So I guess if you're an unborn child uh, of an orangutan in Albuquerque, you are. we're happy to see you, but uh, if you're human, well, uh, de dems know. to breaks, I guess. The, the question is, is when, when does the orangutan, like if you were to study a National Geographic, when is the orangutan embryo actually a life? When can we abort the baby orangutan? That's what I want to know. Uh, your top five brought to you by rockoftalk.chat. Become a subscriber today for less than 20 cents. Dowd, uh, always deep in thought. He never knows where we're going to go here on this uh, starting next week. And thank you, Casey Peterson. We're going to be promoting your event uh, tomorrow uh, here on that. And uh, he is adamant about me uh, making sure he's, he's going to pay more money to make sure that we have all of our stuff. And I said, okay, well, that's good because I'm going to be properly incentivized and we're going to increase the charges, not for our existing subscribers. We're going to get a list. We're going to get a list of our existing subscribers, but all the new subscribers, just like I did my advertising on the radio station. It's always funny. Did you tell them it's going to be more expensive? You see these flock of people who get in, and you're going to have all until July first, and then we're going to double up on the price, and then your SOL, as we uh, call it, and the, that's the inflationary uh, breaks, as it were. And I'm going to get in on the uh, getting in uh, from that subscriber and beyond. We've got a good base there for doubt and. Uh, I have a goal for Dowd uh, because I don't want to pay him any more money than I have to. He needs a whole lot more. He needs a whole lot more money than I give him. So, folks, in order to do that at the ripe old age of fifty, let's make sure that it's the man 
uh, makes the most amount of money he's ever going to make for the next 10 years of, of his life. Because it is No argument there. So uh, we want to make sure that we do whatever we can to make sure that he can sail off into the sunset the right Still part. waiting for that ship to come in. It's been three decades. <laughs> yeah, where is that where, where is that retirement? Are you going to Z-Watch Neho on your little... Uh, That's right. <laughs> down to your top five. Uh, yeah, folks, uh, your picks for the hottest clicks for today's Daily Blast. Subscribe at rockoftalk.chat. Number one, Hector Balderas's uh, arrest of the Sandoval County deputy, very disturbing on its own. The fact that it's a law enforcement person, all the more. Number two, hooray for Ricky Gervais making fun of the wokeness of the trans weirdos. Uh, maybe he's broken the spell of wokeness. I Maybe that's too optimistic, but we'll see. Uh, number three, the mentally impaired man we just discussed killed his father in Albuquerque without a gun. Uh, number four, very happy to see people we're interested in that Carlsbad, uh, Carlsbad article about yeah. the beloved lizard that might greatly hurt our oil production. And number yeah. five, a bear was sighted in Silver City. It must be summer because a bear was spotted walking around town. I'm Charles Carroll. Bear necessities. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Uh, interview with Greg Zanetti is next. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Back for our Friday show live from 4 to 7. Right here in the Kiva, AM 600 KIVABQ.FM. Like the legend of the Phoenix, all ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet spinning? Ah. Uh, Force from the beginning. Look. We come too far to give up who we are. So let's raise the bar and our cause to the stars. She's up all night to the sun. I'm up all night to get sun. She's up all night for the fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. We're up on 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 night to get lucky. We